Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Live Your Life podcast. I'm Malia. As you can tell, Cassie is not here right now. And for anyone who usually listens to the podcast, I just want to say that this episode is going to be a little bit different. Instead of Cassie and I going back and forth with the conversation, it's actually going to just be me talking because I have a lot to share with you all. Before I get into this week's topic, I just want to say that I hope everyone who is listening to this is having a great day, and I also want to say, I also want to say thanks for being here. Also, hello to everyone from my physics class, if I haven't said that already. Okay, so I'm really excited to talk to you guys a little bit about physics, so let's get into it. So in this episode, I will be talking about the physics of rainbows. Some of the main points that I will be covering are, one, how rainbows are formed, two, how we as humans can see rainbows, and three, why rainbows have an arched shape to them. To answer the first question of how a rainbow is formed, we must first understand the difference between refraction and reflection of light. Basically, refraction is when light bends as it passes from one transparent substance to another. And then on the other hand, reflection is when light bounces off of an object. There are two key ingredients for the formation of a rainbow. Number one is sunlight and number two is water. In nature, a rainbow is formed when sunlight is refracted when entering a droplet of water and then reflected inside on the back of the droplet, and finally refracted again when leaving the droplet. So as a recap, the light is refracted, reflected, refracted. Now we can begin talking about how we are able to see rainbows and see them when they form. So one thing, that I found interesting when I was doing some research for this podcast was that in order to actually see a rainbow caused by sunlight, the sunlight needs to come from behind us because rainbows only appear in the part of the sky directly opposite the sun. Another thing that I learned about the formation of rainbows is that sunlight is called white light because it's a mixture of all of the rainbow colors. When the colors mix together, they appear white to our eyes. It's called visible light because we can see it with just our eyes alone. When I first read about mixing colors, I thought about mixing paints, but I realized that this is very different. When you mix all the different colors of paint, it results in a black color instead of light. And I learned that this is because light mixing is additive while pigment mixing is subtractive. Basically, additive color mixing is what happens when lights of different wavelengths are mixed. When we add all the different wavelengths of sunlight, we see white light rather than many different individual colors. And it's called additive because all of the wavelengths still reach our eyes. Okay, so like I mentioned before, 
refraction of light is necessary for the formation of a rainbow. Air and water have different densities, which causes the light to bend. You might know the acronym Roy G. Biv, which stands for the seven colors of the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. The amount of light refracts depends on the wavelength of the light. This means that the shorter the wavelength, the more it bends. Therefore, white light is split up after passing from air to water and the individual colors become visible. This dispersion of light allows us to see the spectrum of colors that form a rainbow. Red and violet are pretty much opposites. Red has the longest wavelength, which means it bends the least. Violet has the shortest wavelength, so it tends to bend the most. I don't know about you, but when I began researching, I started wondering why red appears at the top of the rainbow and violet at the bottom. This, is, this also has to do with bending and angles. For red, the angle between the light that hits us and our line of sight is approximately 42 degrees. And then for violet, the angle between the light that hits us in our line of sight is roughly 40 degrees. This results in the color placements for the rainbow. The final question that I wanted to talk about on the podcast is why rainbows are arched. As you know by now, the world is three-dimensional and rainbows are no different. A rainbow is seen at an angle that's between 40 to 42 degrees from the incident sunlight which is the light that hits us. Okay, so now if you can, try to picture a 3D cone shape laying sideways. So all the water droplets that produce each color in the rainbow lie on this cone. Imagine our eyes are at the tip of the cone and you can kind of picture why rainbows are arched. The rainbows we see in the sky are actually full circles, but we can only see a portion of them. This is why it's interesting to imagine the cone and the rainbow filling up the circumference of the base. All right, so now that I've covered all the background information and the actual physics of rainbows, I just wanted to quickly tell you guys about a little experiment that I did. I thought it would be fun to make my own version of a rainbow at home So I'm just going to share with you the materials that I used and the steps that I took. The only materials that you will need for this experiment are glass, like the one that you would drink water from, a little mirror, like a travel makeup mirror, and sunlight. The first step that I did was fill the glass with water. Next, I put the mirror into the water inside the glass and I set it at an angle. After that, make sure to position the glass so that the sunlight shines directly at the mirror. You might have to adjust the angle of the mirror to find the best best angle. I actually had better luck when I was holding the glass in my hand rather than having it set down on the table. It just made it easier for me to let the sunlight shine in the mirror this way. The next step is to look for the reflection of colors on the wall. 
I read that it might be easier to see the colors if the room is dark, but it worked really well for me when the room was bright. So I think it will be okay either way. Overall, this experiment is super easy and pretty fun. I'll try to put some links to the pictures in the podcast episode notes. You can probably click on them on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, Now that you know all the steps for creating a rainbow, you can all go try it for yourselves because you never really know when you might see one outside. So that's all I have to share with you guys. If you are listening to this for physics class, you can stop right here. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it. If anyone else is still here at the end of the podcast and not for physics class, I just want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate it. and I know Cassie appreciates it as well. Make sure to share the podcast with your friends and family or whoever you want, really. And if you want to follow us, our Instagram and Twitter are both LiveYourLifePod and our Gmail is LiveYourLifePod at gmail.com. Okay, so have a good day, everyone, and don't forget to live your life. Bye.